Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back, Jay Binkley, Kramer Sansone, 9 o'clock hour. Great talk with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtus, earlier as uh, we relived a little bit with the uh, play against Kansas City Chiefs and Buffalo Bills, the 13 seconds of greatness. You can go back and listen to that on the podcast page. Oh, crap. You got Mike Danger on the phone line already? I was just talking junk about the Bills. Yeah, he's on the line. He's on the line. Oh, because that's a big game this weekend. It matters. The Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. We'll go out right now to the hotline and talk to Mike Danger. Of course, uh, my friend out there, the sports bar in Rochester. He hosts a uh, sister station. Uh, I'll be nice to say sister station because I won't run my mouth until we meet in the postseason. Mike Danger. Good morning, Mike. You've, t- you've telegraphed it all, Bank. You know exactly how it's going to play out. And, uh, yeah, thank you for bringing up 13 seconds. We haven't. We haven't heard that enough this season. Please, uh, you know, let's let's make sure we bring that up a couple more times here. Yeah, my ex-wife again. was tired of me saying that too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but the uh, the 13 seconds of greatness, and you, you guys had asked me and stuff that did Kansas City, you know, live on that moment and stuff. That really, I mean, I went back. This is my favorite mo- 13 seconds, my favorite moment of the sports here in Kansas City, and because it was fun. But it's really kind of lost its luster. Like people were dressed like the Reaper at the Bengals game because of the Andy Reid saying what's grim, be the grim reaper to Mahomes. Yeah. But then it kind of got forgotten because, you know, the Bengals loss was, you know, in people's minds a lot more than that. That would have lived on in Kansas City lore had they continued uh, to win. But Buffalo, right now, the Super Bowl favorites coming into the season, not the way it is now, but, you know, Buffalo, Kansas City, and the Bengals, you can throw everybody else out the window. It's three these three teams that I believe will have a Super Bowl championship. Yeah, and and if, as slow a start as can as um, Cincinnati got off to it, it feels right now like they're playing with a lot of momentum, and and a lot of people are giving them a lot of shine, which is well deserved. But let's face it; I mean, the Bills have, have rattled off a, a good little winning streak here themselves. Uh, they've done it differently this year, Bank. They're not doing it the way they did last year, where they're blowing teams out and and uh, uh, in one score games, and they've actually got the winning record in one score games this year, and they're they're 
finding ways to win and, and the margin for error with Josh Allen. And I'm sure you see this a lot with Mahomes, who, you know, he'll make plays and you'll be like, God, that's a great play. But what if he didn't make that play? What would we be talking about tomorrow? If, you know, if, it, if the game is on the, the NFL, line, man, one or two plays, you know, it, that's exactly right. So, you know, a lot is riding on, on Josh Allen's, uh, Josh Allen's arm and Josh Allen's legs. Uh, they're asking him to do an awful lot this year, and he's he's been up to the challenge for the most part. Now he has Chiefs Bengals came down the one or two plays this year too, as a fumble at the end of the game and as a missed kick. Or we're talking about a different, but again, football comes down to one or two plays. We're talking to Mike uh, Mike Danger from the fan in Rochester, and for the Buffalo Bills station out there, our sister station. And how, first of all, were you at that game against the Dolphins when it was so cold? Because I know your co-host Gene Battaglia was at that, at the uh, Snowmageddon yeah, game. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, uh, I sat that one out big. G- Gino is uh, a different breed of yeah, cat. Uh, yeah. And, and you know, Buffalo, uh, man, I mean, this is a city that's faced some adversity uh, so far this winter with the amount of snow that they've had, not, not just before Thanksgiving, but here again uh, during Christmas, even the holidays have not been kind to the city of Buffalo because of all of the lake effects snow that they've gotten. Um, yeah, but, but again, frozen and, pipes. And, and we forget, yeah, and we forget about like the players are people too. Like they're dealing with these same adversities. They're coming home from a road trip in Chicago to find that their you know, their cars are buried under six feet of snow. It's uh, it's been rough for everybody. They've been, um, they've had to remain really malleable in terms of their scheduling and how they've been able to get around. And, and obviously they moved the you know, one game to, uh, Detroit against the Browns and, and you know, they, but they've, they found a way to get it done and through it all, they, they're still winning games. So it, you know, there's a, there's a different uh, adversity that they've been dealing with uh, this season. And, and a lot of it has to do with their lives off the field. You know, what's interesting is uh, that, that, that Bill's Dolphins game, I was cracking up because the whole pregame, you know, they, you know, they're down there on the field and everybody's bundled up and yeah, it was going to snow, but, it didn't snow too late in the game, but 32 degrees, man. I was laughing. I was like, it's not even cold. And I'm yeah. sure the people in Buffalo were laughing about it, too. And the other thing, too, Mike, and this drives me crazy, when it was going to snow out in Buffalo and they had to move that game to Detroit, why didn't they have the Bills all stay in, like, a team hotel near the airport so they didn't have to go dig out everybody? Like, Why didn't they do that? It's a good question. Um, I know that, that, that as an organization, they really did help each other out. I mean, you know, you heard stories of, uh, you know, the, the, the press director for the Buffalo Bills, you know, helping Deion Dawkins shovel his car out from it. You know, like they all worked together and collaborated to make sure that everybody did what they needed to do. And, and you know, Sean McDermott is this um, regimented routine guy, as a lot of head coaches are. And, and, and I think, uh, you know, he wants to try and stay as close to on routine and on, on schedule as possible. And in order to do that, guys that you would normally ask to step up within the organization it's an all hands on deck thing. And, and they, they stepped up, everybody stepped up and, and they've gotten through uh, this, this patch of uh, adversity off the field and, and still won games on the field. It's, it's been, uh, it's been exciting to see. Well, Mahomes is rolling up his records. We know that Josh Allen, what the, uh, he's the only quarterback ever had what 4,700 yards passing and uh, over 750 yards rushing in the NFL. He's done two straight. Well, he's about to do it two straight years with just a couple of yards rushing this Bengals bills game. It is just huge. It's huge for the Kansas this this area. They have the number one seed. Um, last year was a situation where the Chiefs lost essentially all those tiebreakers and ended up having to be the number two seed because the Titans beat them in the regular season. This year's kind of the same way. They do have that one game cushion on the Bengals, do the Chiefs, but the Bills, 
Can the Bills beat the Bengals Monday night, and will they? You know, I know a lot of Bills fans are uh, nervous about the Monday night game, and and I I think it'll be a close game, but I think the Bills can beat the Bengals. Um, and again, it's going to come down to their ability to kind of control the game, uh, run the football, which surprisingly the Bills are you know they, nobody talks about it, but it's in terms of efficiency and running yeah. in the run game, they're they're a good running team, uh, which is. You know what you obviously need when you, you're talking about playing football games in January, um, and, and I think if they're able to do that, if they're able to run the ball, I'm not going to compare Cincinnati's defense to Chicago's defense, but they were able to run the ball effectively against the Bears uh, in the elements uh, last weekend. And it, you know if they're able to do that, control the clock, kind of keep that Bengals offense on the sideline a little bit more than than they're used to, I, I do think that they can win that game. And the one thing about too is Lyle Collins, a tackle not playing for the Bengals. The Bengals are continuing to give up a bunch of sacks. They should have a Super Bowl championship last year if they could have protected Burrow. But the Chiefs, the Chiefs are fourth in the NFL in sacks, Mike. I mean, they've got 45, but they could not touch Joe Burrow. If the Bills are any 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 way to stop Joe Burrow, because I think he's a fantastic quarterback. I don't know what you think about Joe Burrow, but can the Bills get to him? He's great. I mean, the, the, what the Bills have been able to do uh, with their defensive line this year has been, uh, it's been it's been pretty remarkable when you consider that they brought in Von Miller to be that closer, and for a, you know good first half of the season he was. Now you don't have him anymore, and you're asking guys with less experience to step up. And for the most part, they've answered that call. Ed Oliver, in the middle, is having the best season of his pro career, and he's been a disruptor all season long. Uh, and then you've got guys like Greg Rousseau and and even an AJ Epineza who's kind of stepped up uh, and and. They've they've made plays when you need them to make plays. That that goes to you know that that's just the defensive line with Matt Milano playing the kind of game, uh, kind of having the kind of season he's having. Uh, you know he might be the most impressive linebacker in in the NFL. He's just all over the field. He's a tackling machine. He doesn't miss often, and and he's he does anything that they ask him to do. Uh, and they don't lose games when Jordan Poyer is on the field. No, Micah Hyde uh, was a big loss earlier this season. Uh, and DeMar Hamlin has, has been a little inconsistent there on the back end. But when you have Micah Hyde back there, uh, this defense just works. And they haven't lost a game when Micah Hyde has been on the field. I'm sorry, when Jordan Poyer has been on the field uh, this season for the Buffalo Bills. How does it look, Mike, uh, sustained success? You know, we hear the Kansas City's now won the AFC West seven straight times. I know Andy Reid's not going to be coach of the year. It's going to be Sirianni or something like that. But it's so tough to do in the NFL when everybody's essentially paying the same amount of money. And they flipped the roster. Only four guys remain on this roster before Mahomes. But when you think of Josh Allen, you know, he's kind of like Kevin Mahomes. It's going to be when he's playing, you know, the team's going to be good. I know they're talking about the new stadium there in Buffalo. But what about the outlook for the Bills? Are we going to still be talking about – because we've been doing nothing but talking about this, Mike, either me on your show or or you coming on here the last couple of years. Are we going to be talking about Buffalo and Kansas City for years to come? I think so. How great is it? I mean, every awesome. time that these guys, every time that these two have, have faced off against each other, we've had a great game. I mean, it's, it, you know, it isn't quite yet what Brady and Manning was for all those years, but it sure feels like that's tra- the trajectory of this rivalry. And uh, I'm here for it. I love it. I think that they're both exceptional players that they're, you know, have the potential to both be hall of famers when it's, when it's all said and done, Mahomes certainly well on his way. And, and Allen needs, you know, it's a little bit more, uh, a little bit more on the resume, obviously, but uh, yeah, it, it's the trajectory of these two teams and the way they're run, the way they're built, the way they 
they kind of restock. I mean, um, you've got great leadership in terms of Veach and 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 with Brandon Bean doing what he's done, uh, he's done enough. I mean, you know, there there really isn't any excuses for them not to be consistently good year in and year out. Good stuff, Mike Danger, our sister station out there uh, near Buffalo, New York, and Rochester. And I'll leave you with this. Buffalo's already got 101 inches of snow. Saw this on the weather the other night. Kansas City, that's the most, it's like taking the last seven years combined to get to that. And we're not even to January. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you uh, an interesting uh, stat about where, uh, about this region, this western New York region. Uh, Buffalo, you mentioned, has over 100 inches of snow. Where I am in Rochester, we don't have 10. We haven't had 10 <laughs> yet this season. That is. You're like an hour away. Lake, that is lake effect snow. Basically, it's it's a remarkable <laughs> thing when that snow comes in off the lake and it buries a city. Yet you could be 55 miles down the road, which, which is I am, and and not even reach 10 inches of snow yet for the season. It, it's uh, well, that's that's Western New York for you in a nutshell. Well, I'd, I'd live in Rochester if I wanted to go to Buffalo. I'd just get in the car and drive an hour and go to Buffalo. But I would live in Rochester, New York. Mike, always good talking to you. Um, we'll talk to you again in the postseason. I know I will because we said it last year and we ended up, well, <laughs> we've talked in the postseason the last couple of years. So I'm yeah. sure we'll talk again, my friend. You're the best, Bink. Happy New Year. All right, Mike. Same to you. Happy New Year to you and Gene. Take care. Later. There you go, Mike Danger. So it was always fun to check in my friends out in Buffalo. We had a bet last year, Kramer. In the postseason, because we're the they always. If I go in with them, they call me Jay from the. I've been laughing at them since they traded us the pick to get Mahomes. Like, and I've always like had fun with that. That's when we started our relationship with them calling me because I was like, "Thank you, Buffalo," and all that because they didn't you know believe in the majesty of Mahomes yet. Well, I said they can no longer call me their sister station. It's gonna be their daddy station. Remember, I told you the Broncos should send the Chiefs all a Father's Day card if they beat them fifteen straight times. I told them that we're your daddy station, not your sister station, but I have to wait till the postseason again. I would have to do the same thing to them. But it's uh, a fair trade-off. It, but uh, it, you know, we're technically their daddy station. They called it the too. Said Jay, welcome Jay from our daddy station in Kansas City. That's the way bets work, Kramer. Anyway, we'll take a time out. We come back to roundtable. Nick Schwartz, Coding Gold joins us next. Fesco in the morning, locked in, focused, and ready to go starting at 6. I get the bosses wrong all the time, too. I remember which one's on which team. Right. Chubbs are the same way. Chubbs are the same way. Yeah. Um, Where was I going with this now? I totally forgot. I lost you on. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Chubb, you did. Nine-year-old. <laughs> Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Festo in the Morning. Jay Binkley, Kramer Sansone producing in for Bob, Josh, and B-Dub this week. This is the roundtable brought to you by Kansas Lottery. Nick Schwartz from Cody and Gold, the producer who's been gallopantering off in Europe uh, for like the last like month. Gallopantering? Whatever you were. But the show could, whatever. Semantics. But the show should be called. Not really semantics though, you know. The show could should be called Nick, Cody, and Gold. You think you think so? You're hosting. You're part of the show, man. But you're that's a, a really. You're hosting it by yourself today. There's no Cody or Gold. It's just Nick. But that. That's a really wordy title, though. Nick, Cody, and Gold. Like there have been shows. I know that there are shows around the country that do three names. It's too many. Let's just do C. Gotta uh, cut somebody else. Let's do C A N. Can call it Can the Can Show. Yeah. You Cody and Gold presented by Nick Schwartz. Oh, there we go. Just can't. That's actually good because then it's not officially a part of it, but like I'm a sponsor, but it's sort of, you know, it's a How, good idea, Kramer. Did you use any of those cuss words I taught you when you went to Germany? No, I didn't. I taught you how to cuss in German. No, I, you did. You did. I don't I know the rules on it because I would love to do it, but I don't know the rules on it. The, the FCC, rules? if you cuss in a foreign language, it, I, like, it I don't still know, applies. We, 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 does it? it? It applies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm disappointed because it's I, interesting that you didn't. You think you can just like change languages and then say whatever you want? I thought I, I didn't know the rules, so I'm not doing it. <laughs> My fingers on the dump button right now, just in case. Yeah, I wouldn't go for it. So uh, you got engaged? I did not get engaged. I did not. A funny story. So everybody thought I was going over there and gonna propose to my girlfriend. And we thought you were getting married. Yeah, a lot of people did. So, and and I had told her. Leading up to the trip, I said, you know, a lot of people at work and a lot of, like, the listeners, they think I'm going over there and getting engaged. And she said, well, you're not, right? Like, you're not you're not proposing to me Oof. on this trip. Well, it's, it's not that she doesn't want to be proposed to. Like, she knows we've had the conversations. Like, I'm going to propose to her. We're going to get married. She didn't want me to do it, like, in front of a bunch of people, which we were constantly around going to these Christmas markets, and we were with uh, two of her friends as well. So... I, we had we had established I'm not doing it on this trip, and there was some anxiety about traveling across yeah. the world with a freaking engagement ring. So did you do it when you got back at the airport? No, no, I haven't done it. But what happened was she, we we were like walking past these shops, and she saw a sweater that she wanted, and she's like, "Oh, I kind of want that." But then we had to run somewhere else, and so I kind of stored that away for later. And when we got separated because she was going to do something else, I told her friends like, "Hey, I'm gonna go get her this sweater," and they were like, "Oh, that's a great idea." Your boyfriend of the year, if you go get this. So we were doing a uh, secret Santa. Like, there were six of us. We were doing a secret Santa. And so I snuck off, got this sweater, gave it to somebody else to stash it away. 
And she found out that I went away to go like grab something. And she oh goes, boy. where'd you go? Like, where, where did you go to, to get this thing? And I said, no, I was going to get something for someone else. She said, I thought you were already done shopping for your secret Santa. And I go, I, 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 and I'm lying, right? I'm caught in a lie. Yeah. And I'm just like making stuff up on the fly. And she goes, so she starts getting, asking questions and digging through my bag. And she goes, well, this says this was from Munich and we're in Vienna. And I go, oh, but they make, they make, uh, they make Munich instruments in vienna it's just it's a it's a brand i'm lying it's the worst lie right <laughs> like i always think we lie yeah right your face is flushing and my skin's kind of crawling i'm like oh my god i'm so caught Getting the sweats. at that point because the lie was so bad she thought i was proposing to her oh, man. she thought she had caught me she goes what's going on mm-hmm. like, what are you, are you doing something tonight congratulations for doing it and at that point now i'm screwed because if she's expecting a ring and she gets a yeah. sweater, yeah, yeah. high know? expectations at this point. Yeah, so I kind of screwed myself on that. Well, one, you but. know what the thing is, is this, and I don't know how you view New Year's. I look at New Year's as a great football weekend because New Year's Eve is going to be awesome. I mean, it's you top wake five. up in this morning. It is. You wake up in the morning. You watch uh, Kansas State, Alabama, and then of course you get the college football playoffs tomorrow. How many people are going to be drugged to some meaningless New Year's Eve, over cliched amateur night? Instead of being able to enjoy the games. Because if you're making your, your significant other go leave, especially if they're a football fan, and not be in front of a TV and take you out to a stupid dinner at a uh-huh. bar on New Year's Eve, you don't love that person. Well, okay, but Jay, that's not necessarily fair because New Year's Eve has been a tradition longer than f- football games on New Year's like, Prove it. I mean, I can't prove it right now. College football goes back to the 1800s. Okay. That's not what we're talking about. You were talking about New Year's Eve. College football playoff sure knew New what Year's they were the doing. Beginning of time, obviously, there's New Year. College football playoff knew what they were doing. They tried to steal New Year's Eve away, and I'm okay. And with they it. were afraid of New Year's Day because of the NFL. by the way, I'm okay with it because I'm not a go out on New Year's Eve guy anyway. Me either. So I'm cool with them having football games. I would much rather just sit around at home and you know watch football no. with the friends. But the fact that they did this, you can't. You can't then like ask all of these couples around the world to reprogram their Saturday, their New Year's Eve plans because uh, of course you can. College football is trying to take that's over. That's what makes a relationship last when you don't ask somebody to do something stupid, and that's leave during the college football. I don't know how big a fan you how are. How many? Okay, it's it's why I've been divorced. To be honest, yeah, I was about to say. I don't care. I mean, for somebody who's been divorced, you seem to be like a, an expert on on uh, relationship I, advice. I do the opposite, and it usually it'll last. <laughs> Um, AFC West wild week this week with Denver and the Raiders. The funny thing is, Nick, you look at these teams and all the, all that they did to try to chase Mahomes, and you look at Russell Wilson's contract over two hundred fifty million. Derek Carr gets the extension for one hundred twenty one sixty five million guaranteed. That's why I will mm-hmm. never feel sorry for a guy that was sent home pouting uh, for the last two games. But man, think of the Mahomes factor. Like Derek Carr's pouting is he? That's kind of rude. I, he. He should have demanded to stay. I mean, he is Mr. Raider at this point. He should have demanded well, to stay. Well, he has a no-trade clause in his contract so that he didn't have to go play for anybody else. But now he can sit on his couch and get paid like Richard Sherman said last night before the game. I, I would love to be a distraction for the Raiders to get sent home and paid. He yeah. should have demanded to stay. But anyway, all these teams and all the efforts they put in the offseason to catch the Chiefs, and this has been a bad week for the AFC. I mean, the AFC West was, <laughs> was supposed to be great. Now it's back-talked about a lot because of everything the Raiders did. The Broncos, with firing Hackett, the Raiders, like, hold my beer, and, and then they take the news down. Yeah, five of the 18 biggest contracts in the NFL went to players in the AFC West. 
Unbelievable. Russell Wilson, Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, Max Crosby, J.C. Jackson. Doesn't even count the $28 million guaranteed the Broncos gave to Randy Gregory, who has two sacks this year. Who, by but, the way, didn't get suspended. He did just, not get uh, suspended. Got a fine, yeah. And then Khalil Mack, who the Chargers traded for, gave up a second-round pick. He's been productive. But, again, like, what do you guys, what does this – and I'll give the Chargers a bit of a pass because they're going to the postseason. So, thus far, all of their goals are still out in front of them. But who had a worse 2022 than these AFC West posers? I, I kind of had a rough year. No, you had a good year, man. Actually, I didn't. But Well – I was in the hospital for a couple of weeks and I got Yeah, but that started out in 2021. I lost everything. <laughs> well, God. Well, God. Well, you know what, though? You know what? 2023. But I'm not pounding about it. No, you're not. You're not like Derek Carr. No. 2023, though, man, could be, Draft. could be a big year. Did you have insurance on that stuff you lost? Of course. Okay, you're good. I'm not dumb. You're going to get new stuff. I am dumb, but I'm not dumb. You're going to get new stuff. 2023 is going to be a big come yeah, up here. We have the draft in 2023. But I mean, of course, it's like the old. Well, no, I mean, for you personally. I'm talking about you now. Will I find a woman? Yeah. Will I find my love? Yes. You find women left and right, and then you dispatch them. Because they leave me because I watch football. Yeah. And then you're I mean, sitting here giving like, yeah, relationship advice. Saying, I watch games and they leave. Saying everybody needs to be committed to football. Like, look. They need the farmers only for football only. Like, they need a dating app. Like, instead of milk and cows, you watch football. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want a football-only app for dating. Because this whole, this whole farmers-only thing is very successful, I guess, for farmers. Why not football-only? Is it? I don't Why don't we the, start that, name? I don't see the ads anymore. No, Why don't we start, start a football-only dating app? Because you know what? A lot of girls in their dating profiles have, like, Chiefs hats on and beanies yeah. and everything. Yeah, they do. They do. But then the problem is that you watch other guys. I never forget my, my ex-wife. <laughs> Ex. Um, <laughs> I was watching the Chiefs. She wanted to come watch the Chiefs. And I was watching, like, a Rams game or something, like, back in the 90s. And she goes, oh, you watch other games, too? Let me tell you something, honey. We- oh, boy. <laughs> she was in for a rude awakening. We haven't even got the college football yet and what we're doing. And last question for you, Nick, because I know you're hosting Cody and Gold today, and you always do a great job on that. It's always fun and entertaining. Cincinnati or Buffalo? Because I've always – because I know the big argument, and I love to bring it up with people and the, the former players. Besides Mahomes, you take him out of the equation, who do you take, Joe Burrow or Josh Allen, to start your franchise? What's going to happen in this game? Which one would you take and what's going to happen? Oh boy! Oh, that's tough. Uh, I that's get. Why I asked it. Yeah, I know. You know, we've we've talked a lot this year. I think we started the conversation Bengals week. Like, is Burrow in the same conversation as Allen and Mahomes? And what Cody? I think Cody said, and I agree with this. Cody said, I think it's Mahomes in his own conversation, and then it's Allen and Burrow in that next tier. I know there was maybe some hesitancy to like put Burrow in that mix, but I mean, well, he's proven it in the postseason, and then he's come back this year and validated it again, I don't think you can go wrong with either. But if you're making me pick one, which you are, I guess I'll take Josh Allen because I've seen it for a longer period of time. Like one's been the Super Bowl in one hand. He has, but I look back at Josh Allen's performance in the postseason last year. There was nothing more that he could have personally done to put the Bills over the top. Like, he came out on the wrong end of a Patrick Mahomes miracle. That's what happened, right? So – I didn't look back at that and say, well, look at what the Bills, they came up short again. No, that was one of the greatest of football games that we've ever seen. Always remember 13 seconds. So uh, I'll take Josh Allen. And uh, how do I see the game playing out on Monday night? With it being in Buffalo, honestly, I, I'm i rooting for Cincinnati, obviously, so the Chiefs can get the one seed. But I think that's going to be a really tough. That That's going to have a playoff atmosphere. You only have two weeks before the regular season. So like, we great can, football weekend, man. We talk, about, we talk about those big games. In week four, in week six, 
it's a whole different ball game when you're doing it week 16 or week 17, excuse me, with major playoff ramifications, both these teams getting tuned up for the postseason. So uh, I'm going to take Buffalo. At- we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. At home, even though it's not what I want to happen. Buffalo in Cincinnati, you're taking that. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. 13 seconds of glory. I've had two kids in 13 seconds. Anyway, excuse me. Nick, Nick Schwartz will host Cody and Gold later today. Coming up next, though, we head out to Denver, Colorado, and talk to the arch enemy. Festo in the morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. Please listen to our friend and all-pro defensive tackle, Chris Jones. Wake up with Festo in the morning, starting at 6 on 610 Sports Radio. And always live on the Odyssey app. Welcome back, Jay Binkley, Kramer Sansone, as we march along to a great college football weekend. And I've already talked to one of uh, my good friends in the industry talking college football with this segment, uh, part of the round table brought to you by the Kansas Lottery. Let's go out to the phone lines here and talk to uh, a man that's in Broncos country getting ready for the Chiefs and Broncos once again. This will be, what, the 126th meeting between the Chiefs and the Broncos. Chiefs hold a 70-55 to 55 advantage. Andy Lindahl does uh, afternoons 2-6 to six in Denver, Colorado on Altitude Sports Radio. Good, good uh, I guess, morning to you, Andy. Sure. How are you, Jay? Yeah, we're doing good, man. How are you guys doing? Busy week in Denver. Uh, we got an unexpected blizzard. Told us to be three or four inches. It's feet in some, uh, some other areas, so it's been an interesting week. You guys able to get around in Denver? Are you able to get to the game? Uh, well, I mean, it's in your place. So, no. No, no one's heading out that way. Should they even try? Listen, Jay, you you know what? You can enjoy it. You can enjoy it for a while. We'll see what happens come postseason. Man, maybe Mr. Joe Burrow is going to break your heart again. Yeah. But look, dude, nobody even went to the game against the Cardinals. I don't know if you saw the week after they played the Chiefs. They were giving away... $20 tickets, and, uh, yeah, it's bad here. It's 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 probably as bad as most modern-era fans remember. None of us remember the 60s and 70s. But it, certainly beyond that, this is as bad as it's been. It's a great fan base, and it's a great place to be. What they just sold for $4.6 billion. Uh, Mark Davis, by the way, should sell his team because he's worth $500 million. He can go almost ninefold if he sells that team in Vegas. But – with the Denver Broncos and everything that's gone on, and I'll never forget, Andy, because you said this to me years ago. Once we draft, once once Mahomes had played that first year, that MVP year, you had said something like, "What do Denver fans think of Kansas City?" And you're like, "Well, they know Mahomes is going to be there for a while." Because Kansas City's felt this way too with Elway, Peyton Manning, and all this. Now Denver's seeing this. When you think about the streak, and the last quarterback to beat the Chiefs was Peyton Manning. Denver had won seven straight against the Chiefs until this Chiefs uh, streak started against the Broncos. How frustrating is it knowing they bring in Russell Wilson 
brought a new coach, and that was going to be the answer to Chase Mahomes. Uh, it wasn't frustrating by the time they played you guys. It was pretty clear what was going on already. So what's been more for us, they can't beat the Raiders. They're like 500 against the Chargers. Uh, like, it's tough to explain this. People people right now would just just want some damn offense, frankly. They don't, you know, Russ comes in here, refuses to run the offense, refuses to throw to a short open guys. The only reason why they got back in the game against you guys is because he actually decided he'd run. That game was the only time he would run all year. He won't run anymore. He won't leave the pocket. You know, and then what ended up happening, he got concussed. You know, the one time he probably should have dialed it down towards the end, he goes diving in there and gets concussed. So um, we can't even, like last week, what, what, if anybody wasted their time, if and someone didn't have anything better to do on Christmas than watch that Bronco Rand game, that's basically been the story of the year, only the defense finally looks like they're broken and given up too. This team, no matter what they do, no matter who they bring in, no matter who the quarterback is, no matter uh, who the offensive coordinator is, it doesn't matter. They cannot score points. They don't score touchdowns, and they just it's just a constant barrage of three and outs. Their special teams stink. They're constantly starting inside their own 10. It's just unbelievable how the last six, seven years of football have been basically one long game, and it's been all the same game. And uh, you're right. At the early part of the year, we thought they'd fix it. But trust me, Jay, by the middle of the year, everybody knew uh, Everybody knew what we were dealing with here. I would say at no point since maybe around the London game has anybody thought any kind of run was coming out of this Bronco team because the offense has just been that bad. It's a great, it's a great football town. I mean, they, they love it's, it's part of the fun. I, I miss the days when Chiefs and Broncos and I'd bring you on and we'd be talking junk to each other back and forth and, and going forth. What's the deal with Russell? Because KJ Hamler comes out to defend him on Twitter. Garrett Bowles defended yeah, him. Jerry Duty did. I mean, why do they choose you to defend him now? You cannot tell me it doesn't all look coordinated, though, right? It's doesn't weird. that look like a company that said everybody put this out for everybody? It's a little weird how it all came out in one day, like everybody's supporting Russell, and we've seen the opposite reaction uh, from players and Russell Wilson. Does he really have – first of all, is he, is he captivated at all, the locker room? And two, can he be fixed? I don't know. Um, no, I don't think he's cap- – look, I don't think they hate the guy. But you said at the very first – we talked back in March, April, whatever it was, sometime in the spring, he – I just thought the guy was nerdy. What I didn't understand was he is, he just, he, he doesn't read a room, Jay. He does. We, they lost to the Colts in overtime 12 to nine. Couldn't score a touchdown at home. That's one of the famous games where the fans left before overtime because they were just so sick of what they were watching on the field. And he tried to sell everyone a hat at Russell Wilson. He dropped some video on Instagram going, hey, threes, I got a hat coming. Be on the lookout. Oh, my. Dude, you just scored nine points. No one wants your hat, man. (laughs) You know what I mean? And, again, like you guys, he's got the weird, you know, and look, whatever. If you pray before a game, that's fine. But that trance dancing thing that you do, you know, you got guys mocking that and their sack dances. At least they were doing that in Carolina. He always puts out a video of this dramatic walk into the locker room on his Instagram. 
the guy is as tone deaf to the room as I've ever seen. You know, it's like, hey, just shut up and go score some points, man. No one cares about your your little your little you know. Here I come, let's handle business. The, aside from the fact that let's ride has become a national joke, he's basically like this fan base does not like him. Period. That he's not won a single game for them. A matter of fact, and a lot of them still remember what he did to him in '48. So you're not their guy yet. You know, I always talk about this with Neil Smith. When Neil Smith first became a Bronco, I wasn't psyched about it. I remember that dude chasing John Elway around, wearing his bron- you know, his Band-Aid on his nose and all that other stuff. But he actually came in here, laid low, and then made some big plays when they needed it down the stretch. Then he becomes your guy. This guy's done nothing to be their guy yet. Nothing. He hasn't even really had a great game yet, Jay, where you go, okay, that's what you paid for. I mean, he's looked nothing but broken. You ask, can he be fixed? I don't know who fixes him. I don't know who's going to want to coach this team because, Jay, he won't run an offense. He doesn't check down. He looks for long passes constantly like it's a 500 kind. I mean, we were all hard on Drew Locke around here for good reason. Kid was obsessed with throwing the long ball. This kid looks like he made he he looks like Tom Brady running an offense compared to what Russell Wilson wants to do this year. All he wants to do is chuck it deep. I, I I have no idea what he thinks he's doing there. He can't see over the line. It looks like half the time. And look, the Broncos line stinks. The receivers aren't as good as we thought. There's a myriad of problems on this team. Hey. But it starts with Russ not wanting to run a simple offensive concept. Hey Andy uh, Kramer here. I'm I'm just curious. How much of it is Russ, or how much of it is the people he keep around him, like Team Three? I think it's all of it. Like I don't know if I'm the Broncos. You know, and, you know they've got the new owner Greg Penner, who the ownership wasn't approved till long after Russ had gotten here and spent the whole off season kind of settling in and getting that office that everybody talked about, which, by the way, everyone's making a big deal about the office. I will say this. Peyton Manning had an office here. You know, I don't know if it's the biggest deal when you're losing, then it's a bigger deal. I do think Russ needs to spend some more time in the locker room. But that social media team you referred to, they need to get out of here. They need to get out of here. If Again, if you're going to put out videos, you know, and you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna do all this, we don't need that right now. We just need you to win. You can have your social media team and build your brand when you're doing something. Tom Brady gets to do that because you know what? All Tom Brady does is bring wins wherever he goes and playoff appearances, and you're in the hunt for things. All Russ has done is made you a national laughing stock. So that that team that you're talking about must get out the door. And again, this was one of the final straws, which I guess why Pete Carroll wanted to trade him. What's so funny is when Pete Carroll wanted to trade him, all we could think about is what what's his deal? Is Pete just old and crotchety? Now I can see five reasons why Pete Carroll wanted to trade him. So getting rid of the threes or whatever they are, yeah, that'd be a good team three. That'd be a good start. But, you know, you got you to make Russ know he's just a guy. And quite honestly, you got to find a cheaper option. I don't know how you're going to do it. But you got to find someone that's worthy of taking playing time from him if you can't figure this stuff out. Because quite honestly, his play the last month has been worthy of being benched. Yeah, you know, the the offense is definitely the last last team in the league uh, in points per game. Andy, who who do you think will be the coach? Obviously, it's it's an attractive job. Obviously, Seattle will have that early first round pick. They'll have a late one. Um, you do inherit Russell Wilson, so you got to be a guy that can turn around quarterbacks or have somebody at least that can do it. Who who do the Broncos? Who do you think the fan bases wants, and who do you think they'll actually get? 
I don't have any idea. The fan base wants Jim Harbaugh. The fan base wants Sean Payton, you know. Um, I don't know. Harbaugh maybe would come in here and take on a challenge, and maybe he just remembers the old Russ. Harbaugh's not putting up with that social media team, though. I know that. Um, Payton, it sounds like Sean Payton's hoping that, you know, something goes wrong with the Chargers and he can just go coach L.A., or he can go and take over if Sean McVay decides he's done with his little run there. I don't think I don't think Peyton wants this. Plus, Peyton allegedly has got Fangio as DC. I don't think Fangio's first move back to the NFL is going to be popping back to Denver to take a demotion. Uh, I don't have any idea. You know, they keep saying Dan Quinn and uh, Schottenheimer. You know, Brian Schottenheimer, who was his Russ's coach during his best year in Seattle. But I'm pretty sure Russ got Schottenheimer removed. I mean, that's the problem. Not a lot of offensive. It's not like like I read an article a little bit ago that talked about how Russ, when you go and look at his history, he's not getting a bunch of guys at coaching jobs. He just kept switching offensive coordinators until he got what he wanted. And, you know, this is, again, what they got tired of in Seattle. And I hate to say it, you have seen a bunch of people nationally saying this is the least attractive job of any that are going to be open because you got Russ. And he's $107 million dead cap money hit if you move on from him, I believe, in the next year or two years. So I think you've got, if you're a new coach, you're minimum dealing with Russ for a year. Maybe, you know, the cap goes up a little bit more. You divide it into two as a post-June 1st cut, and you eat 50-some million in dead cap dollars just to get rid of the guy. But my gut tells me he's at least around next year to see if he will be different. But, Jay, this is what he's been his whole career, and I just, a lot of us had no idea, you know. So I don't know how attractive this job is, and I don't know how many candidates you're going to have. So I, I don't even know who to name right now. Andy Lindholm, co-host of uh, Afternoons with Crickman Lindholm, 2 to 6 on Altitude Sports Radio. Cheer up, though, Andy. You sound really down. You sound really down. Well, I, I know it's snowing. Boy. I know the Broncos aren't playing well. This is as down as I've heard you. Cheer up, man. It's well, almost New Year's, man. As screwed as they've been. Listen, Jay, we've got the Stanley Cup champions. Hockey's I know you do. I know you do. So the fun stuff will start yeah. once this is done. I'm tired of watching. Between them and CU, who's going to be fun with Dion? That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I've just watched more bad football than I ever cared to because neither one of those teams knew how to put it in the end zone. So, And I just want this thing over with because every week something worse comes out about Russ or the money or, you know. I mean, look, Jay, you guys, I don't think this is one of the this, – this is the most unique story I've ever covered in my career. I've never seen anything like it. You talked about the expectations that was here, and not just in town, nationally. There was some foolish enough to think they might challenge the Chiefs for the division. Now, I never thought that because I thought they'd take a minute to put this offense in. But the offense never showed up. Nathaniel Hackett never got a full year, and now you're stuck with a guy that you can't – like I've never seen anything like this in sports, Jay. They're absolutely stuck with Russ if he does not fix himself. Hmm. Andy, happy new he year. He may force a full rebuild, dude. Uh, a he, full he might. rebuild. He might. He might. It's going to be uh, – well, it's interesting for sports talk in Denver, though, Andy. Just remember that. Not in a good way. <laughs> Not in a good way. But Dion will be fun to cover next year. Andy, I hope you uh, get around in the snow today. Have a happy new year, my friend. You guys take care. There you go. There's Andy Lindholm. I, man, text line's right, man. He sounded down, didn't he? This is what Kansas City's doing to Denver. I didn't even bring up the fact because I didn't want to like, make him feel even worse. Denver lost the World Cup bid, you know, to Kansas City. That's true. That's very true. I mean, seriously. And apparently, the way it sounds like, it sounds like the hockey town now. It's not even a football town anymore. I mean, that, that, they do have that going for them, but not a lot else. 
Hell, Missouri's going to have pot now. That's what they had like over this area, you know? It's true. They have sports gambling, and now Kansas has it over the, uh, this area. I know. And we got Mahomes. And they don't. Andy used to run his mouth about the Broncos all the time. Like he was always, you know, talking about the Chiefs. He'd run his mouth talking about Denver and I do Kansas City. But damn, man. He needs to start drinking like now. That's, it sounds like he already has. No, he's just he's lost his voice yelling about Russell Wilson. I he's mean, not a big Russell Wilson yeah, fan, is he? True. No, it doesn't sound like it at all. He, he's been the sideline reporter for the Denver Broncos. He he's the sideline reporter for the Denver Broncos for years. Not anymore, obviously. <laughs> he wouldn't be saying that. He wouldn't but, be saying any of this stuff. <laughs> but, but he was always keeping it pretty real. But, man, Andy, goodness gracious. Uh, by the way, uh, happy birthday shout out here. Text lines asked me, uh, John. His second, uh, his son, his, their son's second birthday. How about that? You think he's already listening to sports radio? That's pretty impressive. So happy birthday, John. For being two years old, listening to sports radio, way above my time. I mean, that's, uh, you're putting the kid in the right direction. Well, if you want to listen to other babies, listen to Denver radio. I mean, like I need to go like cheer up or something after that. I feel bad for it. It's a great football town, but goodness. Talked to this guy for years, man. I've been talking to this guy on the radio for probably 12 or more years, 13 years. Never heard him like that. What this year could have been. It's like it's a, it's a, it was a, a year where we thought the AFC West was all four of them were going to make the playoffs, yet only two. Here we are. And the other ones have benched the quarterback. Russell Wilson forgot how to football. And Hackett got fired, and he's walking the, sh- the the highways of Kansas City. Well, Kramer, it's time for NFL Picks. NFL Picks brought to you by T-Mobile. Whether you're at home or away from your team, T-Mobile keeps you connected to Chiefs Kingdom all season long with the best 5G coverage in the game. We'll start here with the Kansas City Chiefs. Bob would have said Chiefs 35, Denver nothing. That's his, his go-to 35 nothing, which might not be. May not be half off. <laughs> might not be half off. Is that uh, simulation been released? Can you tell us what that happened? Um, the Chiefs simulation. I haven't been... got the notification. Okay. That, hold on, hold on. Right. Maybe. We'll maybe. Hold it then. Maybe. It's out. It's out. Been out 23 minutes ago. Uh, the Madden simulation said 35-25 Kansas City Chiefs over the Denver Broncos. 35-25. What does Kramer say? I say 24 to 12 Kansas City. I'm going 34 to 10. I don't, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I really don't. Well, they can't play defense, but again, what's their motivation level? Well, no. You, know, all... you fired the offensive line coach. You got rid of the special teams coach. You fired the head coach, and now everybody's taking the Twitter and defending Russell Wilson. I mean, they're not even thinking of the Chiefs. They ain't like that. They have all that snow they got to get out of. Yeah, and that, that twelve points, I don't think any of them comes from a touchdown. Those are all Brandon McManus field goals. Like that's the. I don't think the the offense is capable of getting into the end zone against the Chiefs. I really don't. Fifteen and a half points per game, lowest in the NFL. Like, the Chiefs' defense has been playing really well. I know you go back to the Houston game and go, how'd that game go? They only gave up 219 yards. And the tackling was much better against Seattle. A lot better against Seattle. But here's the deal with Russ. I mean, remember they got the – they scored two touchdowns because of the turnovers by the Chiefs before half. Then they get the ball back first in the second half. That's why it became close. I'm not expecting the same thing. And he was talking about Drew Locke. I'll give his dad, Drew Locke's dad – Owns a restaurant on Lee Summit. Best burger in Kansas City, Animal Style. Shout out. Shout out, Andy. Good stuff. Kramer, it's been a fun week, my friend. I have enjoyed it. 
Thanks to Mitch Holtus and joined us, Mike Danger in Buffalo and Andy Lindholm in Denver and Nick Schwartz, who's going to be hosting solo today. Kramer, have a happy new year, my friend. We'll you talk too. to you soon. Actually, like in about a minute. We'll see you. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy New Year, Kansas City. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. Don't miss former Chiefs linebacker. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.